Hey, it's Aileen. And Sammy. And Jordana. If you like what you're hearing, the holiday break is the perfect time to catch up on your favorite Betches podcast or discover a new one that you've been missing all year. We've got podcasts for every interest. Betch Lab for fans of the three of us. Die starts tomorrow for the girl who always wants to lose three pounds. And our newest podcast, Unfollowed, which is hosted by Carly Aquilino and Ricky Velez talking about the most offensive social media trends. And you know, there's a lot of them. So thank you for listening and we'll see you in 2019. Hello and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your weekly rundown of everything that's happening in the news explained by our two funniest friends. Which is us. Which is us. And we are getting the tagline right this time. Yeah, that was good. Um, so this is the episode after Christmas, mm-hmm. before New Year's. Mm-hmm. And it's literally been the craziest week ever. Like I thought we were getting the week off, but we're not. I, th- I know. We thought we were going to have to like find things to talk about, but that's just not the case and we have a lot of stuff to get through so i guess we'll just do it um sammy what's getting you through this week in trump's america so again we would have thought that it would have been a quiet week because of the holidays and like you know you'd think maybe the president would go enjoy his family for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. but turns out christmas is not about him so he had to make it about him Mm -hmm. he had the craziest christmas i've ever seen it started thursday night like right after we recorded our last Thursday podcast and it went literally all through Christmas day. And even it's still still going, but like I'm saying like the Christmas fuck up, like the Christmas aspect of it is really fucked up. Okay. So it started Thursday night when he tweeted the, the Microsoft paint image (laughs) of the steel slats. Yes. Which like, first of all, which which uh, contained a zoom in of the, the tops of the slats that were spiked. Yeah, and you could also see that, like, because there was a car to show to scale, that, like, definitely a very thin person could get through that. That is very high. Who the fuck designed this? There's a very high wall. This is a terrible rendering. This is, like, an official White House rendering. It's awful. The renderings on Street Easy are nicer than this. Like, just hire a graphic designer. I think they did. (laughs) They just don't have, like, the eye for competence. It was Tiffany. Yeah, no, Tiffany has nothing to do with this. Okay, so then after that, he announces we're getting out of Syria. Wait, that, that all, happened? Yeah, th- th- this, that was this time after. Frame? Yeah, and then he oh tweeted my God. He, after that was Friday. Oh my! He tweeted, "If anybody but your favorite president, Donald J. Trump, announced that after decimating ISIS in Syria, we were going to bring our troops back home happy and healthy, that person would be the most popular hero in America." With me hit hard by the fake news media, crazy. Okay. So like so w- right before the government shut down, the government's shutting down Friday at midnight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right before that, he's the shutdown is happening because he's throwing a tantrum over the wall. At the same time, he's saying we have to get out of Syria and Mattis resigns. Who's like the last sane person mm-hmm. around. He at first. Okay. First, he tweets that Mattis, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about this later, but like, First, he tweets that Mattis like resigned, and I have so many pages here I can't even find it. He tweets, "General, yeah, this was on. This was before. This is all before the shutdown." He tweets, "General Jim Mattis will be retiring with distinction at the end of February after having served my administration as Secretary of Defense for the past two years. During Jim's ten- tenure, tremendous progress has been made, especially with respect to the purchase of new fighting equipment. General Mattis was a great help to me in getting allies in other countries to pay their share of military obligations. A new Secretary of Defense will name will be named shortly. I thank greatly thank Jim for his service." Then he came out with that op-ed, which 
uh, not op-ed. Why the fuck am I saying op-ed? Then you, Ma- Mattis's resignation letter came yeah. out. And it basically said that he completely disagrees with his fundamental view on the world because yes. he's not an authoritarian dictator. Yes. And then Trump started tweeting again about Mattis. Or not about Mattis, but about getting out of Syria. That, that's when, that is when he tweeted about getting announced after decimating ISIS in Syria. Matt, that, oh, yes. Mattis resigned on like the 20th. And then he said, and it, and everyone's like, because he did not tell congressional Republicans who are in terms of like the armed services or whatever committee that he was pulling out of Syria. He didn't talk to the Pentagon about it. He just tweeted it. He talked to Erdogan he, about he, it. He had a phone call with Erdogan and then decided. And then on top of that, then he made an announcement saying he was going to start pulling troops out of Afghanistan. And that's when I think Mattis was like, okay. No, no, no. The resignation letter was before that. I okay. think it was all like in the same time. Okay. But then we have the weekend. He's tweeting all weekend about the wall because the government was shut down. And mm-hmm. we'll get into the shutdown and the consequences of that later. But then Christmas Eve is when he started going like really crazy. Like mm-hmm. there was a tweet every few like minutes. America is respected again. All caps. <coughs> I am all alone, poor me, in the White House waiting for the Democrats to come back and make a deal on desperately needed border security. At some point, the Democrats not wanting to make a deal will cost our country more money than the border wall we are all talking about. Crazy. (laughs) Saudi Arabia has now agreed to spend the necessary money needed to help rebuild Syria instead of the United States. See, isn't it nice when immensely wealthy countries help rebuild their neighbors rather than a great country, the U.S., that is... 5,000 miles away, thanks to Saudi A. He's trying to, like, paint Saudi Arabia in a better light after this whole Jamal Khashoggi incident, with, not incident, murder, that he then attempted to help cover up with the Saudis. Right. Here's the crazy thing is that in our Saturday bonus episode, we're talking about, like, what a recap of the year mm-hmm. and what something that we're going to be discussing we haven't recorded yet is the fact that like this Russian collusion thing is only like one small piece of Trump's corruption in coming into office. And that actually Saudi Arabia is heavily involved in that story. And that the fact that he's pulling out of Syria is actually sort of a front to allow them to launder money to pay Mm -hmm. back Russia through Syria for getting him elected. That's just a preview. Listen to Saturday's episode. (laughs) Um, Okay. Then, okay. We're, we're at Christmas Eve. He basically, okay, basically on Christmas Eve, NORAD, which is like this organization that like claims to track Santa. It's like a, I don't know, celestial. If you guys celebrate Christmas, you know. You know what NORAD is? No, but you know what a Santa tracker is. There's a, oh, There's been a yeah. different version of this every every year in terms of like advanced technology. Now it's an app. Okay. But before that it was like, you'd Google like, where's Santa? And you'd be like, oh, he's in Lebanon. Right. Right, it's like it's like the 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 adults are playing the joke so that yeah. the kids can have a good time. Yes, with it exactly. So NORAD claims it tracks Santa Claus delivering presents, and basically kids can call into the Santa tracker to be like, "Where are you, Santa? Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing?" And so, and the president answers. Mm-hmm. And reporters were allowed to watch this like for five minutes, like they were allowed to watch Trump picking up calls for five fucking minutes from a seven-year-old, <laughs> and. He picks up the phone and he asks the kid, are you still a believer in Santa? Because at seven, it's marginal, right? An asshole. What? An asshole. <laughs> it is just so dickish. It's so funny. It's, it's like, so it's so, funny. it's so funny. But like, if anyone did that, I'd be like, why are you doing that? You asshole. 
I don't even think he did it on purpose. No, he's just so stupid. I think that he's so narcissistic yeah. and like lives in his own brain that he can't even fathom that a seven-year-old might have a different perspective yeah. than him. He's a solipsist. Yeah, like what the fuck? Um, Dan Rather had a really great clap back to this. He said, he tweeted, just a thought, which which should be considered more marginal, believing in Santa age seven or not believing in climate change at age 72. Boom. Boom. That was a good one. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So he ruins Santa and then he ruins everyone's 401k. Because mm-hmm. basically the markets were going like a little crazy because Trump was like casually musing about firing the Fed chair, Jerome mm-hmm. Powell, also known as Jay Powell, if you hear him uh, address that way. So Steve Mnuchin, who's on vacation in Cabo, gets on the phone on like Christmas Eve in the morning i think during or a government sunday. during a government shutdown right during the government shutdown it was over the weekend he called oh sunday he he calls the ceos of the six largest banks in america and basically tells them like by the way like there's no liquidity crisis he makes them like reassure him that like they have enough money to like i guess cover their their liabilities and all and then literally the next day because this call came out of nowhere Mm-hmm. Every the next day, the the market falls a thousand points. Yeah. Okay. So it falls a thousand points. It fell two two point seven percent, and it has never fallen more than one percent the day before Christmas. It is the largest decline in the in the Dow index the day before Christmas. The last time it was that much was December twenty third in nineteen thirty three. We were in a depression that year. Yeah. There, this is this is the worst December for the stock market since the Great Depression. Yeah. And it went up again, I think yesterday. Yesterday. And I think then it, went it went up down a thousand again today. Today. So the point is, wherever it is by the time you hear this podcast, shit is fucked up. Everyone says don't pay attention to it. So I'm gonna say I'm not gonna pay attention to it, mostly because I'm choosing not to. Well, I wouldn't here's the thing, it doesn't actually mean anything other than how rich people feel about their own money. Yeah. But but basically he pays attention to it. Yeah. He's the one who says I'm the best president because the stock market's so good. Yeah. But it's not. Um, okay, Brian, what's yeah. getting you through the week? Well, after all that, so we're, this is actually kind of like at the time at the time of recording this breaking news, um, and it's tr- hot and trending on Twitter. Um, so apparently, McClatchy DC, which is this um, like news website. They have information regarding Michael Cohen. So they're saying that cell signals puts Cohen outside Prague around the time of purported rushing meeting. This is it. So basically, Michael Cohen, brief, they're, they're saying that President Donald Trump's former lawyer and fixer um, briefly sent signals ricocheting off cell towers in the Prague area in late summer 2016, which was at the height of his presidential com- campaign, which this is something that Cohen has denied for a long time right this was in the steel dossier and mm-hmm. one of the main reasons that they said that the steel dossier was not credible is because michael cohen's never been to Prague, and he like showed his passport and blah 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 blah. so michael cohen also has a fraudulent passport is what this means or he has multiple passports or i guess like is, i don't know how it works he could have a passport from another country no yeah he could he could, look i'm sure he probably has a fake passport that he yeah. used or he like flew some other way like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, how he got there, but ultimately it was fraudulent, whatever it is. And, and so he was in Prague. This, this could be the thing that he lied to Robert Mueller about that Mueller ended up learning and using it against him. Probably. Um, 
so basically there's a lot of like speculation going on around it but they're reporting that they have four sources that can confirm this and basically yeah he's been found out well this is exciting (laughs) Mm -hmm. because if that's true you know what else might be true what in the dossier the p-tape yes the p-tape that'd be amazing i know well like so the they've confirmed that russia has basically compromising information on trump right but but no one is like admitting that it's true like this like i think back in like the chief white like the chief correspondent for the bbc like reached out to the cia cia about it like a, like a years ago and they're like yeah they 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 have something right but it, it could be that it could be something else though I would love it if it was a P tape though. Right. But here's the thing. I would almost want it to be something worse because like we already know, like we're already, the P tape's already like settled in my head. Yeah. Like it exists. Like I won't be that surprised when I see it. Yeah. I want to be <laughs> fucking blown away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I could picture the P tape. Yeah. I have, you know, fantasized about it. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah. It would just prove that there's, that that it would prove that lying was going on not only about being in Prague but much beyond this, this whole situation. Yeah. So let's get into the main news. Mm-hmm. The first thing we want to talk about is um, the shutdown, which yeah. we're still in the middle of. Right now we're recording. It is December twenty seventh. Um, it probably is not going to open until. January 2nd at earliest mm-hmm. because the Democrats it, will take well, is, power. Is that the third? Yeah, they come back the third. Okay, the third. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Trump wants $5 billion in funding for the steel slats, the artistically <laughs> designed steel slats. Democrats are saying no. They've even made counteroffers of up to $1.6 billion, which I'm like, fuck that. Like, why are you doing that? Well, that's just like for border security. But, I mean, Trump initially was asking for $25 billion. So we've we've dwindled it down. Nancy said the funniest thing. Um, mm-hmm. She said like, fuck, is it in here? Um, she said like, well, we got him to, to back down on the cement. So now I think he's up to like a beaded curtain yeah. or something. <laughs> That was really good. That was so funny. I literally yeah. cracked up when I heard that. Okay. So in the meantime, we don't have a government. Cool. Imagine if something actually happened. Yeah. Um, that wasn't just the president tweeting us into a crisis. Yeah. Um, so there are a number of things that happen when the government shuts down. And we're going to go through what they are because it really affects everyday people who decide to serve their government instead of serving themselves and they get fucked. Yeah. Um, so let's start about the number of people who are not receiving paychecks. There are 800,000 workers affected. That's almost a million people. Imagine if you had all those people as your Instagram followers. You, you wouldn't have, you, you'd be an influencer. You would value every single one of them. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. Okay. 420,000 employees across numerous agencies have to keep working, but they don't get paid. Their mm-hmm. pay gets deferred. Yes. That includes... 41,000 federal law enforcement and correctional correctional officers from the FBI, the DEA, the Bureau, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, and thousands of other law enforcement and correctional officers, including most Homeland Security employees like TSA and the Coast Guard. So it's like all the people who are keeping us safe, they're working for free right now. Mm-hmm. The president, on the other hand, is literally grifting out uh-huh. his like hotels you, you know what and I, congress people still get paid do you know what i heard the 20 the the mar-a-lago new year's eve party mm-hmm. 2500 a couple 
or it's like less than that, but you end up paying 2,500 yeah. plus well, like it's like, when you pay all the shit also, you have to pay for. You know, his top advisors are all on vacation during a government shutdown. It's fucking bullshit. Yes. Yeah, Steve they Nugent. should be Ivanka and Jared are in Florida. Yeah. We're like, they're Steve top Nugent advisors to the white house. They should not be on vacation. Right. Or you're not top advisors from the white house. And you're yeah. just a son and daughter. Like you fucking ass. Steve Nugent caused a, huge market plunge from the beach in Cabo. It's like, what's wrong with you people? Like what's wrong with you? So, and then like another 380,000 federal workers or more could be placed on temporary leave without receiving any pay at all. But what usually will happen is that when the Congress will like put the, like reinstate the government, like stop the government shutdown, they'll do back pay and pay these people back. That could take up to three months for people to get those money paid. But also, this does not include like the private contractors that the government hires to do work uh, who are not working right now. They don't get janitors. Mar- yeah, they don't get paid back. No. And so they're just fucked all because President Trump on a whim at a rally in 2015 or 2016 said, you know, we should put up a wall. And he got a lot of cheers. And he got a lot of cheers. That is literally the reason why we're in this fucking mess because of his uh, subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Because he's just a huge narcissist. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mueller's office keeps going. That's one thing I'm happy about. Yeah. One person who's still getting paid that I'm happy about. He would still work even if he wasn't getting paid. If I were him, I would literally be doing nothing I but know. investigating. I know. He must know yeah. so much. Ugh. I know. You know what's interesting? Um, so this is a, from a study by the Office of Management and Budget that they did in 2013 during the government shutdown from the Obama administration. They said the cost in lost productivity alone was two billion dollars so that's half of your wall almost you're wasting your money and your time it's just like it's also just so much money that we could be doing so many better things with i think that i saw something on like alexandria ocasio Ocasio cortez's uh twitter instagram whatever twitter or whatever it would only cost like 25 million to to repair the plumbing in flint like (laughs) Are you joking? Like you have a like we're all gonna be Flint soon. Yeah. Because like yeah, so I guess it doesn't matter that they don't have any water because it's not like I don't know, rich white people. Yeah. Um, so no one cares. But ultimately it would really cost not that much to fix the water there. Um, you could also fund education for lots yeah. of people. That's something she keeps saying. She's like, Why is it that there's one point six billion for border security but when it comes to funding education and healthcare, there's suddenly we're, we're empty yeah it's like we can't just spend all this money on your medicine and your lives and you're being healthy or your education fuck you yeah and you're a socialist yeah <laughs> socialist <laughs> what are the commie commies <laughs> okay so nancy pelosi has said that democrats plan to put a bill to fund the government without any wall money for these steel slats on the floor on January 3rd. This is the first day of the new session of Congress when Democrats take control of the House. And oh, so, happy day. Yeah, and so it seems like, like obviously this will probably pass through the House, likely to pass through the Senate because they don't, they no one wants the government to shut down except for Trump. Yeah. Will Trump sign it in without the wall? Because it's not going to, it is not going to have wall funding. It's just never going to happen. This is a tantrum. This it is a tantrum. It, and so now it's like, okay, we're definitely going to like, this has no end in sight because he's still tweeting about needing funding for the wall. We're going to get to like all the ways he even talked about it because 
he's obsessed with this fucking wall. Well, you know what's funny is that he said that like he talked to a lot of federal workers and they want that he says that they want him to keep them. Yeah. The, the, the he said the government closed because they said, want the wall so badly. I think they understand what's happening. They want border security. They pe- the people of this country want border security. It's not a question of me. I'd rather not be doing shutdowns. And then he added, federal workers said to me and communicated, stay out until you get the funding for the wall. These federal workers want the wall. The only one who doesn't want the wall are the Democrats because they don't mind open borders. Which is interesting because then the f- he tweeted this morning... Have the Democrats finally realized that we desperately need border security and a wall on the southern border? Need to stop drugs, human trafficking, gang members, and criminals from coming into our country? Do the Dems realize that most of the people not getting paid are Democrats? There's no factual basis for that last I statement. Mean, well, he probably just assumes like Democrats are like poor government workers but who the, care about like, so they want giving back to society. They want the, they want the wall to be they want the wall to be funded, and they'd rather not work. But they're also Democrats, be, and they're not getting paid. Well, uh, he doesn't make any sense. He doesn't make any sense. He doesn't make any sense. The whole thing is just—it's insane. It's a—it's—it's it's, he's a narcissist. I feel like we can't say that enough. I mean, I really feel like everything is unraveling, and I will talk. We will touch on this in our Saturday bonus episode that we're recording right after this. Mm-hmm. I'm um, actually very excited. To record. Same. I was like more excited for that one than this <laughs> one, but this is a good one too because it's so confusing. There's so much happening. Yeah. So, to top now, we're gonna go back to talk about Mattis for a quick second. Mm-hmm. Um, we already touched on him because he was part of like the Christmas massacre. Um, <laughs> It gets yes. worse. It gets even worse. We yeah. have two more really bad things in the one more thing section. Yeah. Um, so Mattis is, is out. Um, that and it really seems like Republicans were a little bit shook by this. Yeah. Because now they're like, oh fuck! Like we thought we could just like milk him for everything he was worth, <laughs> and it'd be fine because he has like Mattis and like the generals there. Yeah. I hate when he calls them my generals. Yeah. Like, they're not your fucking generals. No. They've been serving the country for decades. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not here for you. They don't give a shit about you. They think you're an asshole. Yeah. You, first of all, it came out this like week also that how Trump got out of Vietnam. Oh, right. Yeah. So basically some doctor in Queens who rented his space from Fred Trump wrote a note that said that he had burnt bone spurs as a favor to get him out of the draft. Meanwhile, two years earlier, he had been cleared by a doctor for the draft and he was playing football and tennis and squash. I know that's more exercise than you could ever fathom him doing. Well, it's like, like, yeah, he also says he's like the most healthy person that's ever lived ever. And it's like, minus your bone spurs. Also, like if I was uh, a member of the DNC, and I was like in charge of running ads against Trump. I would be like, I wouldn't even say anything about Democrats. I would just be running ads about how he dodged the, the fucking draft on loop yeah. in the middle of America. Cause like, how can people not hate that, hate him for that? Yeah. So that story was interesting. It was basically like these, these two women said that their father was the foot doctor uh-huh. and that he would always talk about how he got Trump out of the draft and in return basically he like got fred trump's ear when it came to like you know it's helpful to have your landlord yeah paying attention to you especially someone as powerful as fred trump was yeah it's basically a a bone spur is basically a bone formed on a bone so you they don't just come and go bone spurs no this is something you have yeah it's like it doesn't even seem like it seems a little bit painful yeah i was talking to this guy and he said he was trying to get out of going to... A lot of people tried to draft, dodge the draft. Yeah. And this one guy, he said that his friend told him that he would take a hammer to his knee 
when he wasn't paying attention and and just not don't worry about it and I, I'm gonna do it when you least expect it. And he came and he's smacked him with a hammer and he missed his knee and hit his shin bone. <gasps> and basically now he just has a huge well in his shin bone and had to go to Vietnam anyways. Oh my god, that's <laughs> crazy. That sucks. I that's know. really funny. But juxtaposing that, uh, Joe Scarborough did something this morning where he was like. <laughs> where he basically said like Mueller, Mueller like had a broken knee mm-hmm. like right before the draft. And he like reported to duty like before he was even like really fully healed. Wow. Yeah. Amazing guy. And John Kerry, John yeah. Kerry is a war hero. Yeah. And then th- during his like, um, 20, during the 2004, veterans. yeah. 2004, like Roger they just Stone. like, shit on him. I'm sorry. We yeah. T- they shit on him because he was against the war that he fought in. Yes. It's like, so is everyone. Yeah. Whatever. You're not allowed to be against the war. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Trump pulls people out and gives Syria to like, gives Syria to a combination of Russia, Iran, ISIS, and Turkey yep. and Saudi Arabia so they can pillage it yeah. while they, you know, chemically murder the people. All right. Let's move on to one more thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So our first story is that an eight-year-old Guatemalan boy died in government custody this week. Yep. He's the second child to <clears throat> die in government yeah. custody yeah, in the this, past few months. Yeah, this comes after Jacqueline Call, a seven-year-old Guatemalan girl, died on the 8th of December, last, less than two days after being apprehended by Border Patrol agents. Yeah, so this boy's name was Felipe Alonso Gomez. He was with his father, He and he passed away in New Mexico. Basically, he was taken to a hospital on Monday on Christmas Eve because a border agent noticed he was sick. He They diagnosed him with a cold and a fever, and then a few hours later, he was much and they gave him antibiotics which is like oh my god so nice of you guys (laughs) and then later that night like on christmas eve he got really sick he was vomiting he was taken back to the hospital and then he passed away and it's just and then kirsten nielsen got questioned by congress and she was and they were like do you know how many people on december 20th on december 20th do you know how many people have like you know died died in in your care like do you know how many kids you even like have in your care and she was just like no i don't have that i don't have the information i'll get that to you and it is fucking disgusting she is a disgusting evil human being i only want to call her mrs hiller from now on that's all we're calling her it is it is like like what i think this is going to be one of our trail of tears moments you know like it is so disturbing and upsetting what this woman and this administration is doing on the southern border i think this is potentially worse yeah honestly because America wasn't the same country then. Yeah. Even during like Japanese internment camps, like we weren't the like superpower, like the most respected free allegedly nation in the world. Like now we are supposed to be that we're supposed to. Yeah. We're supposed to be like a moral compass for the world. Yeah. Okay. And it, that, because that's like, you know, there's dictators who kill their reporters because Trump says that the press is the enemy of the people. That's, that's where we are right now. Right. Again, in the recap episode, we're going to talk about that because there's so much to say there about um, the types of countries that Trump wants to align us with going forward. Uh, okay. I mean, Kirsten Nielsen's reportedly supposed to be going down to the border today to check on the progress of the care for these children. Are you sure she's not like on her way to Cabo? You know, maybe she like, I don't know. Maybe she's like one of those like witch people that like, <laughs> you know, like sucks the youth out of children. Yes, probably. Oh, no. She's terrible. She's like awful. in the witches. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just speaking of like going on vacation, um, right now we're going to talk about how Trump went to visit the troops in Iraq. 
and it went disastrously. Mm -hmm. But you know what I've heard suggested via the rumor mill, a.k.a. Twitter, is that he only went to Iraq so that he could get to Mar-a-Lago. With like, because he wasn't going to be able to go to Mar-a-Lago, like he couldn't go for Christmas, mm-hmm. and he has, and he's hosting this party where people pay to attend and be in his presence, yeah. including well, non-members. Because you know, this is the f- this is his first time to visit an active war zone in his over seven hundred days in office, which is crazy because people, it's like it's like such a good PR moment for presidents to just go and visit the troops. Not that they do it for PR, quote unquote, but they do. But like, it's like good for the morale of the military. Right. And and over Thanksgiving, he got a lot of shit again about not visiting, ne- how he had never visited the troops. And what about so, when he didn't go to the memorial service because it was raining? Oh yeah, that was terrible too. <laughs> that's one of my. That's actually my favorite moment of the year. Mm-hmm. I will take say it on that. Yeah. Um, and then so. And then per the pool, like report, apparently this, this, this trip has been in the works for three to four weeks. Basically. That's bullshit. But that's like, that's not a long time. Yeah. That's like not. And that's like right after criticism of Thanksgiving. Oh, that's true. Okay. Um, my favorite thing is that the, when he got there, the reporters asked him like, were like, how did you feel like flying into a war zone since you've never fucking done it before? He said, Okay. I had concerns for the institution of the presidency because not for myself personally. I had concerns for the first lady. I will tell you. Bullshit. But if you would have seen what we had to go through with the dark and plain, with all the windows closed. First of all, when are, when are plain windows ever open? They're always closed when you take <laughs> off. Yeah. That's the rule. Or when they're you're in the air. That's You'll true. You'll die if they're ever open. Well, no. He means like the shades. Oh, okay. 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 Fine. <laughs> with all but the windows closed, with no lights on whatsoever, anywhere, pitch black. I've never seen it. I've been in many airplanes, <laughs> all types and shapes and sizes. I've never seen anything like it. He's literally flying into a war zone to to talk to people who are feared that they're going to be blown up day after day. And he's saying that he was afraid because the plane was a little dark. He's also in one of the safest like planes planes, ever. Even like automobile anything. Like one of the safest places ever to be in the world is on Air Force One. And he's scared of the dark. The president is scared (laughs) of the dark. But it didn't really stop there. When he got there, he just like he he made a fool. He lied. He basically he said he lied about the military pay raises. He said, "I got you a ten percent pay raise. That's the first in more than ten years." They said, "You know, we could make it smaller. We could make it three percent. We can make it two percent. We can make it four percent." I said, "No, make it ten percent. Make it more than ten percent." <laughs> the reality is, the military has gotten a raise every single year since like nineteen eighty three. Yeah. Um. So that's just not true. That's just and bullshit. the pay raise is like two point five percent. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the that's other, that's one thing. <laughs> the other thing is that he accidentally revealed the names, the location, and identities of Navy SEALs in Iraq because he posted a video of himself with them to Twitter. The Navy SEALs are supposed to be secret. Yeah, You're not supposed to know who they are or where they are. Like, what is wrong and, with you? And if they are going to show pictures of them, they blur them out. Yeah. And he tweeted it at, like on Air Force One after they had just left Iraq. And the video shows him with, serv- fir- with service members who appear to be a part of TLC- or SEAL Team 5 and their faces are not covered or blurred. He probably, uh, this is not a fact, but he probably like wanted to write in his Instagram caption like, me and SEAL Team 5. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hashtag blessed. Yeah. Oh um, my God. His hashtag TBT of the Emmys was oh, one of yeah. the funniest things ever. That was funny. It's like, who are you? I know. Poor Megan Mullally. I know. 
She made it made her Christmas so much worse. <laughs> that sucks. But I feel like she could probably like make fun of it. Yeah. He also gave like a rally speech to the troops. Mm-hmm. He was like, the Democrats don't want to let us have strong borders. I figured out the solution. First, tell Nancy Pelosi. First, tell. He told he was telling Melania to tell Nancy Pelosi that he doesn't want the wall. Because if he says, I don't want it, then she's going to say they want it. That's his. But like, okay, go ahead. Say you don't want it. First lady, tell Nancy. Like, yeah, I don't Melania. know why. I don't know why he directed Her Melania. Name to tell. is Melania. Yeah, or uh. Melanie, according to your phone. <laughs> Yo, lady, go tell Nance that. Bitch, why she- <laughs> <laughs> bitch, get over here. <laughs> go tell Nance I don't want the wall. Yeah, maybe then we'll see um, what she'll do. Apparently, they also uh, were handing out like "Make America Great Again" hats, but maybe they some of them may have had their own. But they were showing it and were having Trump sign these Make America Great Again hats and Trump 2020 hat. Uh, You're hats. not allowed to get autographs during a routine troop visit. Uh, it Yeah, violated military rules. The Departments of Defense guidelines state that active duty personnel may not engage in partisan political activities and all military personnel should avoid the interference that their political activities imply or appear to imply DOD sponsorship, approval or endorsement of a political candidate campaign or cause basically scary yeah and also like especially while you're in uniform yeah like you're a private citizen when you come back when you come back home and you're out of uniform and you're bullshitting with your friends you know right like that's fine but when you you're in the you're in the armed services i mean i know that i sound like so you should know better being like you can't politicize the military but that's all he's ever done and it's a little scary the number of, of military people who support him and don't see past this but it's because they don't they don't pledge their allegiance to the president they do it to our constitution and our country and the flag you know what i mean like right the flag that you're not allowed to kneel in front of always he always says it's like he always refers to it as like my military right and shit like that it's not your fucking military man if you want a military call betsy devos and get her brother-in-law eric prince on the phone he'll get you a military yeah which is part of betsy devos's brother-in-law is eric prince i think so or brother relative relative that is sketchy like close relative the one with the 10 yachts who will be discussing in the weekend bonus episode we're talking about all this because eric prince is actually a part of it yeah um and so now the um the iraqis are mad about this visit too um iraqi lawmakers called the trip an infringement on its independence as trump failed to stop by baghdad or meet with the iraqi prime minister and even opposing Iraqi parliament, uh, they call them blocks, but they like are B-L-O-C-S, basically their parties. Um, they each made statements, one calling it a blatant violation of Iraq sovereignty and another calling it a fragrant and clear violation of diplomatic norms. And it shows his disdain and hostility in, de- in his dealings with the Iraqi government. And now Iraqi politicians are calling for Iraq's prime minister to take action regarding this disrespectful nature of Trump's visit. Yeah. So <laughs> it's insane. That has been the past week. So um This is supposed to be a week off. Yeah. Although I've been very do entertained. You think, do you think that um he's still going to Mar a Lago? Yeah, he's definitely going to Mar a Lago. Yeah. He has a party to go to. He has people to grift. It's crazy. You can't miss a grifting opportunity. It's so fucking crazy. I would bet like my children that he's gonna be at Mar a Lago for New Year's Eve. What, a f- what an idiot. What an asshole. I am in Mar-a-Lago. But Poor me. Is, what is interesting about... Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it weird that it's like he just kind of goes from like his house to his house? Like he doesn't even yeah. go on real He vacations. hates the White House. He doesn't like being there. No. He, it's scary. It's, he thinks it's haunted. 
<laughs> he's scared of the dark he's scared of the dark and there's a lot of ghosts in, in the white house <laughs> they probably all haunt him and are like you're doing a horrible job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he's like it's I, i'm not allowed to talk about ghosts but they're real guys you know how um the republicans call it the democrat party yeah we should call the republicans the trump party yeah or i don't know the can't party the, the lickhand party the, the lichen party the republicans yeah the Republican party because you know we've had three government shutdowns this year and they've been in control of three branches of the government Just right it's like you're so lame you're so pathetic what's interesting about this government shutdown is that trump is like really the only person out and about talking about like where's mitch mcconnell where is like these republican mitch senators McConnell is also like involved in this like his wife is in the administration yeah none of them are like coming out and saying anything it's just it is like a really bizarre situation and now that bob corker is no longer running for re-election he's starting to talk shit about trump like is they only do it when they were going to retire i'm just curious maybe maybe we're seeing a swing i don't know i mean here's the thing yes we may see a swing but every time we see a swing like in our favor then he just goes even harder on the corruption yeah well i mean he's 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 corrupt. We can just say that at this point. It's oh yeah. There's no, there, if he did anything else more corrupt, it'd be like not shocking. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Okay, so tune into our episode on Saturday. We're doing a whole recap of like life in the year and just like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk about the movie Vice, which we both saw and I loved. loved. Yeah, loved. it was really okay. good. So until the end of democracy, I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. This has been the Betcha Up Podcast. Bye. Batches.